Location, location, location. That's the mantra in business. Or it used to be. If the coronavirus has taught us anything, it's that your location matters less than ever before. Working remotely is normalized now. There's no need to have an expensive downtown office in the city when investors and customers are just a click of a button away. And it's got a lot of us asking, what's really important in life and work? Increasingly, it's a culture that entrepreneurs are chasing, a culture of optimism and possibilities. There's so much opportunity to lead, and I think that the the benefit for the glory far outweighs any pressure from the skeptics. Innisfil is, is an interesting look at it kind of risk aversion and also ambition. I think the, the most wonderful things emerge in the most unexpected places. This feels like we are at the beginning of something very big that's happening up here. Hi, I'm Takara Small, and this is episode four of Tech Town. We pretty much all hate the rat race. The traffic, the noise, the crowds, the smells. It's just part of what you have to do. If you're in business, especially in tech, this has just been a fact of life. The support that startups need is usually in the big city hubs, and so are the investors. That's changing, though, and Innisfil is part of that. In fact, it's been moving in that direction even before COVID-19 hit. When I spoke with Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey last year, he told me then that geography was becoming irrelevant. There hasn't been a better time to start a company in any space and in any location. If you, if you think about the ideals of the internet, it makes location and geography completely irrelevant. It's a mentality that is spreading among entrepreneurs and founders all over the world, and it's got some of them looking towards Innisfil. Marcia Woods is one of them. Marcia is the CEO of her business, Freshspoke. It's a startup that connects those who want to buy and sell locally sourced fresh food. Instead of setting up in the city, Marcia took a different approach. Yes, we are. Um, and, and we're doing it in Innisfil for a couple of reasons. You know, one of which is that, um, you know, as a tech startup, we um, are um, desperately in need of really triple uh, A a players um, as far as our employees go. Uh, so we need to be able to access a really um, solid talent pool. Um, and, and that is always challenging when you're a little fish in a big sea, like you're in the big city of Toronto or even in Kitchener-Waterloo. So uh, one of the nice things about being in Innisfil is we happen to be where most of these A players are starting to move out to because the housing is so affordable. So it gives us a ready-made talent pool from which we can draw on of those folks that simply don't want to drive, you know, three hours, take three hours out of their day and um, drive into the city. So that's one thing that Innisfil provides. It also gives us, um, um, we're much closer to our supply source because um, it's a highly rural community as much as it's growing in terms of its, you know, urbanization. So it gives us um, uh, that great ability to be able to first mile fabulous products from farmers, growers, and food and beverage artisans. Um, And then of course, last mile it out to our customers. Andrew Rains is another entrepreneur who's relatively new to Innisfil. He runs Reliant, a prop tech company that helps with building permits. Andrew was fed up with the congested downtown Toronto life, and with a young family, living on the lake was starting to look really attractive. Two years ago, he made the move. 
when we made the decision, we thought maybe, you know, we could do it for a couple of years. And if we missed the city uh, dearly, we could always go back. Uh, but once we got here, we realized how nice it was to kind of be closer to nature, a ton of forests around us. We had the lake less than a kilometer away from our front door. Uh, so that was great. But what really changed was when we started to be involved with the town a bit more, we realized just how kind of ambitious it is as a town and all the exciting plans they have for the next, you know, two to five years. Um, we kind of want to be a part of now. So we're definitely going to stick around. The low cost of living is clearly attractive to everyone, but any rural town can offer that. Innisville is interested in being more than a commuter town. It wants people that are going to do business in the town itself. Entrepreneurship and innovation comes from human creativity. And if you want some of that, you have to have the right culture too. People need to feel like there's a chance of success, that the structures are in place. Both Marcia and Andrew are part of the local accelerator DMZ Innisville. As we heard in the last episode, it's been supporting startups with expert advice, office space, and networking. Beyond that, there's been other encouraging signs too. Innisfil is one of those locations that, um, as a as a municipality, um, they are very very good at telling the stories um, of the businesses that are a part of their community. So um, they very much. Uh, see their role in marketing the town as as telling the stories of the businesses and the people that live there. And so that is of great benefit to us because, you know, we we need people to tell our stories. We're big storytellers ourselves and we have a lot of things that we can share. Um, so that side of things, absolutely amazing. Um, the other thing is that t- if we were not part of the accelerator, a lot of the resources that we're tapping into that the town is able to provide, uh, we would have to put that money out ourselves. And so because Innisfil is providing those services as part of the accelerator program, it enables us to reallocate those those funds to, you know, marketing to another person that, you know, could potentially come in and help our team to pick and pack orders and that kind of stuff. It's been a pleasant surprise for Andrew since a lot of this wasn't in place when he first left Toronto to move north. Now he'd recommend it to his peers. Certainly, if you're looking for kind of a better work-life balance, I think that Innisfil really has a lot to offer. But also, Innisfil um, has a new development plan for um, kind of my neighborhood that would bring us a GO station with an express line to Toronto um, and a lot of new amenities that we had no idea were coming when we moved here. That type of stuff is really exciting. And the, the town is just kind of always kind of wowing me personally uh, with their ambition. It's a recommendation that's endorsed by Marcia. She's been having the same conversations with other founders and investors. Well, I always get the question, Innisfil, why Innisfil? And most people see it as the, you know, the little community off the 400 that they pass on their way to Algonquin Park, right? <laughs> That's what they say. And, and, but when you start to explain and, and talk about, you know, what's happening there and, and the fact that, you know, they are, 
embracing Bitcoin to pay taxes and there's their their public transit system is Uber, I should say. And the fact that you've got, you know, a, a, an amazing urban plan that is so forward thinking that it, you know, that it warrants being on TV and getting, you know, national coverage, you know, then they, they just kind of think, huh, maybe I need to give that a second look. I think the other side of it, as I, you know, I always say to people is you've, you know, you do have to listen to the math. You, you have to, don't listen to me, listen to the math. I get to live up here. My cost of living is far less. So I can operate my business very efficiently and at a very low cost. The folks that work for me also have that benefit of being able to work in an environment where, you know, they, they are not um, struggling to make rent or make a mortgage payment. They can afford to buy a home here in, in our area. And that in and of itself for a lot of young people, a lot of young families that that is the deciding factor but the other side of it too that people often don't think about is the work-life balance and and this particular area here you know is is incredibly rich with the opportunity of getting out on your bike going for a run you know um so it's you know it is a very unique you know way to develop a business and a place to develop a business but i think the startup ecosystem here is is just amazing and and the resources that we're getting here are absolutely, you know, top-notch caliber for sure. Although small businesses may be the backbone of any economy, not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur themselves. So is there any trickle-down benefit to the other residents? Well, apart from job creation and increasing the tax base, the idea is that a collaborative approach with founders means local problems get solved quickly by local businesses. They're extremely open to innovation. So they're willing to open the hood on the, some of the challenges and problems that they have within the town. And we've had this conversation with them on numerous occasions to really engage in open innovation. So here's the problem we're having at the town. Let's get, you know, a number of different really innovative thinkers together and let's see if we can put this out to the community to solve this problem for us. And then, you know, then we've got something that we can invest in. So there's a lot of things that they are thinking about that are really, really innovative, but also um, have real implications for taxpayers in terms of real solutions. And they're willing to turn to the tech community, open up the hood and really do that. They're really embracing open innovation. And I think that's, we just don't see that every day, right? That, that somebody would be willing to just open up and, and just say, okay, here's our problems. Here's what we're facing. Um, let's solve that. Grant Brigden is an entrepreneur who doesn't live in the town, but worked closely with it. His company was helping Innisfil solve some parking problems the town's been having, particularly in the busy summer period when lots of people flock to the lake. It's an app called Rover Parking and functions a lot like Airbnb except for parking spots. You can post your own private driveway or parking spot online and drivers can then book it through the app and pay you for the space. The company is active all over Canada and parts of America, but usually in cities like Toronto, Montreal and Calgary. Innisfil approached Rover Parking and they formed a partnership. For entrepreneurs like Grant, the town's ability to be agile is a big attraction. Grant found a lot of advantages working with Innisfil compared to big cities. Smaller towns in general are easier to deal with, or townships or cities, if you want to call them that, compared to big cities like Toronto, um, just because there's not, there's not as much red tape, there's not as many you know, doors you got to go through to get the approvals. But Innisfil especially has a very forward 
looking thought leadership team that is very, very open to using new technologies and very open to, to, to even test or pilot new technologies that may have, may not have been implemented in larger areas where, you know, big cities often, you know, look to companies that have been in, in place for, you know, longer periods of time. Uh, it just, it just, it's a much bigger, you know, machine that, that has to operate in order to have everything happen. So Innisfil has been fantastic. The people that work there have been fantastic. Next week in our final episode, we're going to look at the bigger picture of what Innisfil is doing now and in the future. What are the potential downfalls of all of this and how is it influencing other towns? This is really important work to make sure that our rural communities are vibrant and and seeing what Innisfil is doing is uh, is really neat. Innisfil is designing a, a template that could be used by a lot of small towns. Thanks for listening.